0: Good morning, Nashville. My name is Brayden Gall, and this is the 440 for Friday, November 19th. Coming up on the show today, I'll have my picks against the spread for Week 12 in college football. We've got a pretty big weekend in college hoops. The Preds are back on the ice in Montreal. The SEC slate is highlighted by a couple of chaotic games for Auburn and Florida, But we begin with what should happen at Nissan Stadium with the Tennessee Titans and the Houston Texans. The 440 is brought to you by the Kingston Group, Nashville's award-winning, locally-owned custom home and remodeling firm. And you know the deal by now. They've been in business and they've been in Nashville for over a decade, and they've been successful because they are trustworthy and their process works. If you own a home and you're thinking about making a huge decision, financially or otherwise, make sure you talk to the Kingston Group. BuildKG.com is the website. Talk to the Kingston Group. It's not that much to ask. Just have a conversation. I promise you will benefit. BuildKG.com. A goal line stand on fourth down in which the quarterback slipped two times in overtime, two defensive showcases, a couple of two-tone blue-collar outlastings, and a stop on a two-point conversion. The Titans have just about won a football game in every conceivable way already this season, and we still have seven more games to go. And with an injured roster against the NFL's best, Seattle, Buffalo, Kansas City, Los Angeles, and New Orleans, those are outcomes that are just fine. However, if it takes a goal-line stand on the game's final play or overtime to beat Houston this weekend, well, then it might actually be fair to start asking questions about the validity of the very impressive Titans record. This week, we talked about the running game doing just enough to allow Ryan Tannehill to keep play-action passing front and center in the game plan. And while the numbers haven't been impressive on the ground, they've been more than adequate against two of the league's top-rushing defenses over the last two weeks. The Houston Texans are 31st in the NFL in stopping the run. So I don't care how many carries it takes, how many different players need to touch the ball, who's healthy along the offensive line, or how creative you need to get as far as scheme. The Tennessee Titans need to play their brand of physical power offensive football this weekend, because if they do, they should win the game. The Texans have lost eight straight games, and what's worse, they only have been within one score one time during that stretch. And the offense has been atrocious, scoring less than 10 points five times during the losing streak. Now, they have gotten quarterback Tyrod Taylor back under center, and that is clearly a storyline to watch. But is Taylor enough to save the 29th rated passing offense, the 31st rated rushing offense, and the absolutely dead last scoring offense this weekend against the best team in the AFC? No, it shouldn't be. This is a terrible football team on both sides of the ball. What we saw last weekend was a Saints team that was clearly shorthanded but extremely well coached using culture and identity to almost pull an upset. Next man up, just like the Titans. The Texans have none of that identity or culture. Meanwhile, the Titans are winning because of their organizational culture. Hell, this culture is so strong that the star-wide receiver on this team feels comfortable enough to talk openly about his depression, his anxiety, his mental health right in the middle of a six-game winning streak. A.J. Brown is the opposite of Odell Beckham. His distractions only make this Titans group stronger and closer rather than ripping them apart. So no, there is no reason for this Titans team, as shorthanded as they have been, to struggle with Houston. Does it need to be a 40-point blowout? No, it doesn't. But does it need to look comfortable? Does it need to look workmanlike, Like they went out there and just did their jobs and won yet another football game. Yes, it should look like the best team in the AFC is hosting the worst team in the AFC. Because if it looks anything like the Jets game again, we got bigger issues. Well, it could be a quiet weekend in the SEC. This, of course, is mid to late November before Thanksgiving, where all the big power brokers in the league generally schedule a FCS-level opponent or a bad mid-major team. And I will say this, before we get into this weekend's action, Tennessee and South Alabama, and there are a couple of SEC games worth talking about, picks against the spread, of course, will come up later on in the show. It is important to remember, you SEC fans, I'm going to arm you with some ammunition here. When somebody complains to you about this particular weekend, all oh, lightweight, slappystate.com, university weekend in November, just tell them, it's not my fault that your league doesn't do it. It's not my fault. It's not the SEC's fault that your league is too stupid to do it. The SEC is just scheduling for championships. That's what the SEC does because they're smart. And if your league wants to do it, they can do it too. So this is that's all the ammunition you need when someone says, "Oh, they they they're so Tennessee's playing South Alabama this weekend." That's so soft. And I go, "Well, you just tell them you play South Alabama, you just do it in week 2 because you're dumb." <laughs> that's all you got to say. Maybe it's a little harsh. Maybe maybe that's overreacting a bit. But again, it's not an SEC problem that they do what they think is in their own best interest. It's the Big Ten's problem that they don't do it and they choose not to do it. That's a, their decision, not an SEC decision. Anyway, Tennessee South Alabama 630 On Saturday, this is a pretty cut and dry one for me. Tennessee's offense—they're a four-touchdown favorite. Tennessee's offense elevates their floor. It means the Georgia State type of performance doesn't seem like it's possible, even though South Alabama is very good defensively. They have a really high stop rate. So keep an eye on on that one early, but it does seem like Tennessee should dominate in that in that situation as long as Hendon Hooker and the running game and the defense sort of play up to their standards. I don't think you should be challenged too much there. Georgia number one. Georgia hosts Charleston Southern. There you go. Texas A&M hosts Prairie View A&M. There you have it. Mississippi State at home against Tennessee State. So keep an eye out there for for Tennessee State. Uh, Kentucky hosts New Mexico State. They are one in nine. Not an FCS team, but might as well be. Uh, LSU hosting UL Monroe. Vanderbilt at Ole Miss. Ole Miss, a five-touchdown favorite in that one. That one at 6.30 p.m. Obviously, the Ole Miss Rebels at 8-2 looking for a double-digit 10-win season would be an amazing year for Lane Kiffin. A couple to keep an eye on, though, that could be totally dramatic, and that is Auburn without Bo Nix. TJ Finley is going to start on the road against South Carolina. A bad South Carolina team, only a 7.5-point favorite. If the Auburn Tigers, with Alabama and the Iron Bowl looming, were to lose to South Carolina – and, and oh, by the way, half of the boosters don't want Brian Harson as their head coach anyway. Oh, by the way, a vaccination deadline is looming on December 8th. There could be some chaos on the planes, along with chaos in Gainesville. The Florida Gators will play at Missouri as only a nine-point favorite on Saturday, 3 p.m. Central Time on the SEC Network. Florida and Missouri have played a bunch of bizarre games in in the history of this rivalry since Missouri joined the SEC and Florida defensively can't stop anybody. Tyler Beatty is a 1200 yard rusher who also catches a ton of passes for Missouri. Both of these games, Auburn, South Carolina, Florida, Missouri have a lot of chaos potential. And in a year of chaos, where there's a lot of coaching turmoil for both Brian Harson and Dan Mullen at Florida, these would be critical losses that could change the dynamics of the coaching carousel altogether in 2021 so those are really big games there and of course Arkansas and Alabama Alabama a three touchdown favorite I'll give you my pick for that one against the spread a little bit later on in the show otherwise should be a pretty chill weekend a beer game for Tennessee and some relaxation for the Georgia Bulldogs it is a huge weekend for college basketball fans as some major ranked matchups take place this weekend Kentucky will host a very good Ohio team In the Kentucky Classic on Friday evening, beginning at 6 p.m., number 21 Auburn is on the road against South Florida, and number 14 Alabama will host Oakland, all of those games on Friday evening. However, the showcase college basketball event across the entire country will be on Saturday when number five Villanova faces number 17 Tennessee in the Hall of Fame tip off tournament in Connecticut. That one gets started early at noon central time. It could be the biggest test the Vols will face potentially all season, certainly in the non-conference, and how they play, win or lose, on Saturday is likely to have an impact on seeding come March. So everyone's tuned in to Nova and Tennessee on Saturday. Vanderbilt will host Winthrop on Saturday evening as well. That one starts at 7 p.m. Number 11 Memphis will host Western Kentucky also on Friday night. Tip off at 7 p.m. Central Time. Belmont will travel to Kennesaw State on Friday evening with a huge road trip to Baton Rouge to take on LSU looming on Monday evening. And speaking of Memphis, the Grizzlies are trying to work their way out of a bit of a slump the last few weeks and will play at Minnesota on Saturday evening before a trip to Utah on Monday night. After getting three days off because the game against the Ottawa Senators was canceled due to COVID issues on Thursday evening, the Nashville Predators will be back on the ice in Montreal to take on the Canadiens on Saturday. Puck drop is at 6 p.m. Central Time, and the Canadiens are 4-12-2, so not a very good hockey team right now. And a win would give Nashville 11 points in a very, very long road trip where they played eight out of nine games on the road. So a win on Saturday would make for a very, very successful road trip for the Nashville Predators. And if you'd like to dive deeper into UC Saros' domination, the success of the road trip, the future homestand coming up, can this offense sustain its current productivity and will... They ever stop taking penalties. If you'd like to hear more of that conversation, of course, go check out the Gold Standard podcast with Adam Vingen of The Athletic and yours truly out every single Thursday. Everywhere podcasts are found. That's the Gold Standard. The 440 is delivered to you every single morning for free by the Kingston Group. BuildKG.com is the website. And if you have a home and you may ever need some work done on it, big time stuff, make sure you talk to the Kingston Group. You need a plan, it's not that complicated. BuildKG.com is the website. Remember the name, The Kingston Group. All right, it's that time of week where you'll get my picks against the spread for college football. God bless you if you've been playing them, because I believe I'm under 500. Nevada minus two at home against Air Force. I'll take the Wolfpack there. Oklahoma State minus ten and a half at Texas Tech, a top ten team with a great defense going on the road. I think they win that one pretty handily. NC State minus 11.5 at home against Syracuse. I like the Wolfpack. They're fighting for a potential spot in that ACC championship game, so give me the Wolfpack there. I'm going to go Missouri plus 9 at home against Florida. Tyler Beatty, one of the best players in America that nobody talks about. They are going to score on the Gators. The question is, what the hell is going on with Florida? I like Arkansas plus 21 here against Alabama on the road. I I don't think there's ever a chance they look like they're in the game or going to win the game. But I could see this one sort of just lingering around 13, 14, 17 points, maybe 20 points, and Arkansas scores late with the backdoor cover. So give me the Hogs plus 21. Kansas State minus one at home against Baylor. Baylor coming off that huge win and upset over Oklahoma last week. Vegas knows something here. They're begging you to take Baylor with that spread, so I'll go the other way. Kansas State, culture, physicality, defense at home against the Bears on a letdown spot. Give me the Wildcats minus one. And Notre Dame minus 17 at home against Georgia Tech. Notre Dame just quietly clicking off win after win after win. I don't think they have any chance to make the playoff, but they continue to beat teams, and they continue to beat teams pretty easily. Georgia Tech will not challenge the Irish this weekend. So there are my picks against the spread. Do with that what you will. I keep putting money on football games, and the house keeps winning This is why gambling is a bad thing. (laughs) So take those picks and do whatever you want with them. My name is Braden Gall. Thank you guys all for listening. Have a wonderful weekend. This has been the 440 for Friday, November 19th. The 440 is a production of 440 Media. Written and produced by Braden Gall. Music by William Tyler.